Welcome to Change Catalysts at the Growing Edge with your host, Carol McClelland Fields. Within each show, Carol and her guests explore topics that give coaches, healers, and other change catalysts new concepts, tools, and insights that open up opportunities to flourish personally, professionally, and financially. And now, your host, Carol McClelland Fields. Hello and welcome. I'm Carol McClelland Fields, your host. Today, we're going to be talking about action and hesitation. Our culture puts a premium on being in action. We receive kudos for taking action, making progress out in the world, being visible, and being seen. Quick, decisive actions are rewarded in our culture. And this plays out in our social circles, our professional career, and our businesses. The messages are fairly consistent. Get out there. Take action. Get results. Make progress. And in the everyday world, action is the currency that is rewarded through more recognition, financial reward, and social status. So if you aren't taking action for some reason, you may experience being shamed, blamed, ignored, called out, or diminished for your lack of action. You might be called lazy or irresponsible or even stupid. You may have even called yourself out on these same themes if and when you weren't taking enough action or seeing enough visible results. This insidious pattern takes its toll on a daily basis in all sorts of scenarios. But there's a special brand of this dynamic that happens for solo entrepreneurs. As a change catalyst entrepreneur, you and you alone are responsible for your income. So the story goes that income follows action. If you aren't taking action, you can't bring in income. So there's this internal and external push to take action to be successful in your business. Now in the same breath, there's also this story that says if you're smart enough, you will set up a passive or residual income source so that you don't have to expend all of your energy being in action for your business, and you can have a very active life full of fun, relaxation, and travel. If you aren't fully in action, then in all likelihood, you are turning all of that angst in on yourself. You may be blaming yourself, doubting yourself, criticizing yourself, but it's a lot of energy that gets pushed back into you about how you're not doing things in the right way and you're not getting the right results. Now, to be fair, I am painting these scenarios in rather stark terms, so you can see these patterns in sharp relief. When you understand this pattern of this push for action, you'll begin to see it play out in your life. To be clear, these messages may come from other people or they may come from yourself. We know that action is highly regarded in our society. And we also need to take into account that being in action 100% of the time is not normal. It's not natural. It's like being in summer 100% of the year, where everything is growing and growing and growing endlessly. 
And at first that might sound like fun. It's a kind of a lighthearted way of living life, but it's not a sustainable way of living life in nature. Cancer is an example of this pattern. When cell growth goes awry and continues 100% of the time, that is really not a welcome scenario. Now I want to turn to look at the other side of all that happens in our lives. And in this scenario, action is not the primary goal. This is where constant activity and movement are not valued nor productive. There are times when we are not ready to be quote unquote out there in action. There are times when time alone is very valuable and necessary to gain clarity and spot new perspectives and thoughts. Within my seasons of change model of transition, this phase of any transition I call winter. And just as action is the main currency in late spring and summer, insight is a currency of late fall into winter. Insight has the potential to transform our lives, our relationships, our work, and our businesses. And by insight, I'm talking about that one small shift in perspective that opens up new possibilities, potential opportunities, new connections, new ideas. And if we dedicate more time to creating opportunities for new insights to show up, we will create more desired change for ourselves and our business. But here's the catch. To create an environment that encourages insight, you must slow down, not speed up. And yet our world is all about going faster and faster and faster. When we follow this cultural siren song of staying in motion and making progress, we step further and further away from ourselves and the unique insights that deliver new perspectives. By consciously taking time to be still, to be quiet, to be with our thoughts and our feelings, sparks of new ideas can appear as if out of thin air. We did not have access to them in one minute, and then the next we see something in a completely different way. To do this effectively, you have to be aware enough to notice that you are having new thoughts. And when we're so focused on being in action, we're usually following through on a previous thought. And in those situations, we may not have the capacity to notice the subtle shifts in our awareness. When this is the case, we actually miss the opportunity to refine our ideas, to see new elements that we have not seen before, or to make previously unnoticed connections. So what does all this mean about action and hesitation in practical terms? There's times of action and times of stillness. When we can integrate both of these into our lives and our businesses, we end up growing. So how often should we integrate the action and the hesitation? On a daily basis is ideal. Some people who have developed the practice of going within can hold both of these energies simultaneously to some degree. Through mindful habits, they have developed internal ways of noticing signs that make them aware of potential opportunities to see something new. In different phases of our life, we will likely have times when we are very active and out there 
and that's appropriate and desired. But there are other times of our lives when turning inward toward our own thoughts and our own feelings is quite productive and transformative. Anytime we're making sense of something, adjusting to new circumstances, whether through a loss or something new is coming into our lives, there's this added benefit to taking some time to listen to ourselves, to our thoughts, to our dreams, to our insights. When we slow down and turn inward to sort out what just happened, to let go of who we have been, to connect with ourselves in a new, deeper way, and to begin stepping into who we are becoming. When we can surrender into not knowing all the details, these new insights show up, sometimes in amazing ways. So what does this have to do with your business? And what is this hesitation? Let's weave a few of these pieces together. Imagine you're in a situation in which you need to take your work out in the world in some way. You could be writing a new website. You could be preparing for an upcoming networking event or talking with a brand new client or giving a presentation. No matter what the scenario is, you feel compelled to be in action. You feel this drive within you or you may have been given a directive by your instructor or a business coach to take this action. If you are ready to take that action, the desire to be in action is aligned. You have the requisite clarity and the building blocks to go for it. If you are in alignment, you're jazzed, the time has come, you're 100% on board and ready to make it happen. Great, go for it. If, however, you are taking a new action, you might feel a blend of both excitement and nervousness. In this case, to succeed, you may find it helpful to explore the nervousness, to see if you can set up the scenario in a way that you'll have a better chance of following through and succeeding on this new task. Your nervousness is actually a form of hesitation. It is not bad. There's nothing to be ashamed of here. You don't have to feel like you should force your way through your own nervousness. It's a perfectly natural response to doing something new. If you think of a puppy or a kitten that you've raised or toddlers, there are times when they are doing something new and it is causing them to be a little hesitant. If we support them in that new behavior, they learn from it, they grow from it, and they are at ease. Do not be down on yourself for being nervous about stepping into new actions in your business. Another scenario is that you're petrified or extremely uneasy with the action you're supposed to take. This could come from a number of sources. You could have no idea what to do or say. You could be afraid of failing. You could be afraid because you don't even know where to start to prepare for this new thing you're doing. Here, your fear and uneasiness are signs of your hesitation. In this case, it's likely that you are not ready to take action. You don't have the necessary building blocks in place yet. 
you are in an earlier stage of your journey to take your business out into the world. And you're not yet in a good position to push yourself into premature action. If you did push yourself, if you forced yourself to act in the face of being petrified and you failed, then you would have proof of your failure. It would be a self-fulfilling prophecy. At the bottom line, this is not your fault at all. You were not ready to take action, period. End of subject. Do not feel like you are wrong because you are feeling uneasy or petrified about doing something, especially when you are not adequately prepared. The last scenario I'll share is when you're being asked to do something that doesn't feel right or doesn't feel good to you. Whatever it is that you're being asked to do is not aligned with your values, your business, or your style. Every part of you in this case is saying no. You are putting on the brakes, dragging your feet because this action is not right for you to take. Here, your resistance or hesitation is a sign you are sticking up for your truth. Although it may be going against an instructor or a coach or something you've been taught is the right thing to do, listen to your truth and stand up for yourself. In certain circumstances, you may be looked down upon for not following through. You may even be shamed. And I will invite you to know that this is on them, not you. There is no reason to abdicate our own power to do something we do not feel is right for our business, for our clients, for ourselves. For all of these signs of hesitation, listen. Often they are a spot-on evaluation of how you are doing in a situation. Honor yourself. Honor your awareness. Honor your knowing. This is where tapping into your own wisdom provides you with the answers, courage, and inner knowing of what is right for you. Do not abdicate your power. You are the owner of your business and you know what is right for you and your clients. Yes, be coachable. Yes, be open to learning new skills. But do not put yourself in the position of doing something that feels unethical or forced. Anytime you're in a business, whether you are actively above ground doing what you need to do to build your business or you're underground, developing a new body of work or creating a new venture. That's a journey. There are many, many, many steps involved. And if you aren't ready to take a certain step forward, look at what it is you need to do for yourself to prepare to create your readiness. It's possible that your way forward is a different direction than what you're being told to do or what you've been taught to do. There is likely to be a different direction that is more aligned for you and your business. Your hesitation is just as important as your actions when it comes to evolving your work and your business. You need access to both. You can't succeed with just one. You need out in the world behaviors and you need to honor 
what the hesitation is all about. Now, hesitation comes in many forms. It's really anything that slows you down, causes you to pause, makes you wonder if you're on the right track. All of those signs are worth exploring as a source of wisdom. Ask yourself, what can I learn from this feeling that can enhance where I am right now? What can I learn from my own hesitation? What can I learn from my own fear? What can I learn from my own confusion? What is the nugget of truth that's woven into my hesitation? Often your hesitation is telling you that you are not ready to do that step yet. It's not because you're a lightweight or dumb or a loser, but because you really aren't ready. You need other insights and experiences and clarity before you will be in a good position to take that certain action. Now, if you are tapped into the culture, the business coaching culture or our culture at large, you will likely be getting the message that you should try to blast through your hesitation and push yourself and your business out there. And it is quite likely if you do that, that you won't get the results you're hoping for. And when you don't get those results, you'll be boomeranged back to right where you started because you weren't ready. It's not about how wrong you are. It's not about being a loser. That's not the point. If you are not ready for the next step, then you are not ready. And focus on your readiness rather than forcing yourself to do something that doesn't feel right to you. A lot of times this happens in business courses where you are learning how to define your niche or you're learning how to do your introduction. You have been told that marketing is the first thing you should do. And so you take your marketing classes, but then they ask you what your niche is. And because you're new at business or because you're evolving your work, you don't know your niche yet. When you don't know, you can't do any of the other things that they're talking about in that course. You are not ready yet. You will be ready with some more support around gaining clarity, but that is not what your class is about. Your class is about getting you out there. And if you aren't clear about your marketing niche, then there is no way to move forward. Just realize that you are not at fault. You are not to blame. This is a gap in our way of seeing business. What is at the core of your inability to take action is the fact that you are not clear enough. When you have a deep sense of clarity about your work, then you can use those same exercises and come up with an answer to those questions about what your marketing niche is. So you're just taking that class a bit too early in your journey. And that is also not your fault because nobody's told you that there is another portion of your journey to do before that. And I'll tell you more about how to learn about that in a moment. Sometimes your hesitation isn't about the focus of what you do, the clarity, but rather on the steps you should take next. 
By having a greater understanding of the steps of the journey you're on, you'll have a much better sense of the projects you should be working on and in what order. When you stay in sync with the tasks at hand, you will gain more momentum and make more progress than you will by pushing past your own signs that tell you you aren't ready yet. My bottom line here is don't fight your hesitation. Befriend it. Learn your own hesitation patterns so you can spot them earlier and earlier. When you can act on subtle signs that something needs to change, it is so much easier than waiting until the signs are so extreme you must act. Your first step is really becoming aware of your own signals of hesitation. Just stay alert to moments when you feel a little hesitant, when you feel a little nervous, when you feel a little confused or overwhelmed. And look at the circumstances and see what it is that you're responding to and harvest the wisdom from your hesitation to help you figure out what it is you can do to get back to building momentum in your business. When you can honor your hesitation, you spend a lot less time in self-blame and self-doubt and self-criticism. And as a result, you don't go into that abyss of darkness every time you hit a bump. And you don't have to spend all of that time crawling out of the abyss to get back to work. If you can learn to harvest this wisdom that your body, mind, and soul are providing to you, then you can keep building that momentum incrementally over time. And that's where you begin to experience that quickening with your new business and that deepening of your new work. I come up with a couple of resources for you. One is a video that I did called Clarity Changes Everything. This is a 22-minute video that will completely rewrite how you see your place in building your business or evolving your work. It demonstrates why clarity is such an important element of your journey as a change catalyst entrepreneur. I highly recommend taking the time to grab a cup of something and sit and watch that video for yourself so that you get the bigger context of what I'm talking about. This second one is a video that will give you a sense of the phases of your journey as you take your business in a new direction. We'll talk in that video about how important the order of events really is. If you take things out of order, like we talked about with the marketing niche or trying to write a website before you know what your offers are, it just scrambles the whole situation and makes it much longer and much more wearing because we're emotionally exhausted by the time we make any progress. So to gain access to these resources and all of our other episodes, please visit my website, flourishasachangecatalyst.com forward slash radio. I hope you have gained a deeper set of insights about our culture's view of action and you also see the value of using your own hesitation as a source of wisdom to help you see what actions will give you the progress you need. 
To explore the resources I shared today and to find links to the previous episodes, please visit my site, flourishasachangecatalyst.com forward slash radio. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more ways you can flourish as a change catalyst at the growing edge. You've been listening to Change Catalysts at the Growing Edge on InspiredNewsRadio.com with Carol McClelland Fields. Tune in regularly to hear more ways you can flourish as a change catalyst.